Welcome everyone to another episode of Ranting with Ramos. I'm your host, Jose Ramos. How's everyone doing out there? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 59. If you don't mind, you get the time, check it out. Um, so fucking uh, last weekend, um, I was talking about uh, installing uh, fucking flooring and shit in my, uh, in my living room and I ended up finishing There's a couple areas That I got like Water damage That I'm about to Replace the fucking wood On But uh I'll, I'll get around To those and shit Um So I gotta change them out But uh When I did that shit Uh With all the dust and shit Cause I guess The, the rug hadn't been Changed in a while I've been living here Seven years And before that Didn't change it They just like Shampooed it and shit But I guess with all the dust I got some sty On my fucking um On my left eye I never got that shit before but I got that And then um, What else happened to me? Oh yeah and then I guess I got like a fucking One of those canker sores In my left side of my mouth Because of the heat and shit And I was working hard And um, While I was doing it That shit felt like fucking Like football hell week When you feel like you want to fucking quit And shit you know But uh, I felt like that You know And I'm, I'm old and shit I'm 41 So I was like fuck I felt like I was like You know But then that fight inside of me That fighting spirit that I have Said fuck no Keep going right So I kept going I got used to it And um Like in the hallway We have like a little hallway It's probably about Three by four And uh You know It's like there's a door To get into there And then there's like fucking Both rooms And then the restroom and shit And uh So When I went to the Into the restroom Cause the flooring in the hallway I took it off I took off all the carpet and I put some um, Like those fucking uh, Vinyl squares Peel and stick um, But I didn't order enough So I just did like the middle part So what my wife did Is she put um, We have one of those Thick plastic um, Like it's a thick Thick plastic Clear plastic And it really smooth On the top And the bottom Of it has fucking um, Little like spikes I guess to grab Onto the carpet And it's on like um, For like office chairs that way you can like you know roll back and forth and you don't get caught up in the friction of the uh the carpet so she put it she didn't lay it down completely it kind of went up kind of like a like a j and my ass i'm always doing shit in a hurry and when i came out of the restroom um i was about to take a shower but i came out of the restroom and i just fucking with my left my left also on my left side my left foot i picked it up you know and then I fucking hit like my my left ring toe between my ring toe and the middle toe. I hit that shit. Like, oh fuck! Yes, so madre. You know, when you get older, you become that bison. I, I do that shit a lot. Yes, madre. Fuck. You know, you start cussing like that and shit. It just comes out. And I was like, fuck, whatever. You know. And I kept, I kept, you know, getting ready and shit. All of a sudden, I look down and it's fucking red. Blood's coming out, right? I take a closer look and fucking my nails fucking dangling this shit my ring my ring toe is left ring toe nail is dangling I'm like oh shit and and my wife's in bed already and I go look my fucking toe she's like oh my god I don't fucking feel it though I guess the the adrenaline or my pain threshold is really like I could take a lot of pain so that's probably what it was right so right now that I don't feel it I told her I'm gonna cut that piece off fuck it so all kinds of blood started coming out uh, I got a, a nail clipper And I, I cut that piece off That was dangling and shit right I said fuck it right now when I go in the shower um, You know I'll be able to clean it And I'll be able to see what's going on right So I jumped in 
and uh, when I came out I was able to see a little more clear and then uh, the nail softened up you know because of the hot water and shit so it softened up and I was able to cut more of it off and shit and then uh, I was like fuck this happened like on a Sunday because I finished up on last Sunday night and um, when I fucking I was like fuck I gotta go to work tomorrow fuck alright whatever let's see what happens with my work boots let's see how that's gonna fucking feel usually when you get an injury like this you gotta keep uh, you know wear sandals and shit keep it aired out so it fucking heals properly so fuck it so fucking um, the next day I wake up and I put on my boots and it was fine. It, it didn't bug me. Um, but later on during the day, I would say like mid midday, it started bugging me. It's like, oh shit. But luckily I have a nail clipper in my car. So um, I fucking, I was working and I couldn't take it anymore. So what I did was I, I was in, in, in Almani and shit. And there was a park and I pulled over at the park and there was like some, um, some benches there. So I sat on a bench and I took my boot off and I was looking at it and I saw had a piece of nail. So I got the nail clipper and I tore that piece off. It didn't hurt. Well, I'm used to that guy. Whenever I would get an ingrown toenail, I would just rip it off myself and shit. And make my nail bleed and shit, whatever. It wouldn't hurt, but I pulled it out. So um, I took it out and uh, thinking that was gonna alleviate the pain, but it, it kept hurting me and shit. Oh fuck. And I was able to see it, you know, out in the, in the, in the sunlight. And what it was is it was hurting because um, not only did my nail get torn off, but with the with that uh, plastic spike, it cut my fucking toe. So right where the nail got cut in half, that's exactly the line that it made and it, and it cut my toe. So my skin from under the toe was hurting because it got cut. So I removed that little piece and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm about to deal with it, you know, because it still kept hurting. And that's what it was. I just like repositioned my sock and shit and... Um, it's been a it's been a week, a week, uh, eight days since it happened. So it's healing. It's healing a lot better. The nail feels kind of fucking loose, a little bit. I don't know. People, a lot of people are into looking at that kind of shit. Like me, I, I can see that shit on TV. Look at videos of nails and shit, and when they cut them and all that shit, or like the, the pimple popper type of shit. I I like watching that kind of shit. It's soothing for some reason. I like I like watching that. Um, I used to like watching a lot of autopsies too. I don't know people like watching that kind of stuff, autopsies uh, or gore stuff. I, I don't, I don't necessarily go out there and look for the gore stuff, um, but I, um, if it's if it's there, I'll watch it. You know, like I'll, like I, I, I won't shy away from from watching stuff like that. You know, it isn't, it isn't, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't bug me. I, I have the stomach for that. You know, I'm, I'm just used to it from so many years of looking at stuff like that. You know, when I was a being a kid trying to get this fucking phone open so I can shut off the uh, fucking ringer so motherfuckers interrupt there we go but uh, yeah like so that's what happened to me I was like fuck everything on my fucking left side was fucked up you know everything on my fucking left side was fucked up I'm like damn what the fuck do I do you know like fuck this is this is fucking this is fucking <laughs> fucking hurting I gotta go to fucking work but you know luckily that shit fucking it doesn't hurt as much anymore so I don't gotta worry about this shit the Patreons, um, when I was out there with fucking, uh, with champs and glasses, we're talking about fucking Patreons and shit and, uh, how many, and, you know, at that time, they only had about 50, now they got over 100, you know, but at the time, they, you know, it was around April and shit, and, uh, we're talking about fucking, 
about you know the Patreon shit. Like, oh, have you ever had a fucking refund? I'm like, yeah, well, I fucking had one person that fucking joined, and then they fucking they, they canceled it and shit. But fuck it. And then he's like, fucking Shams is all like refunds with Ramos. And so yeah, I have I, I this this actually I looked at the fucking at who's on there, you know, and and it it, it, it tells me like oh who's 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 still fucking. Uh, Who's still, uh, you know, a, a Patreon and shit? Um, I lost one, but it's all good, you know. Uh, let me fucking. And I'm looking for the list so I can uh, go over these. Go over these guys. It's not. It's not too many, um, but it is fucking helping a lot. So I always gotta give them props. Let's see here who they are. So we got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put them. I'm gonna mention them from. Uh, from the start, you know, in, in order how they joined, and that was uh, Lopez Avila. We got uh, El Shams, Eddie Munoz, Chris Glasses, Juan Casares, and Jimmy Rodriguez. So refunds for Ramos. What I'm gonna do is I'm not gonna call the homie out that 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 uh that cancel, but uh I guess he joined. He didn't pay the first time. Then he then he paid the second month. Then the third month he didn't pay. But it's all good. What I'm gonna do is uh probably bust up refunds with Ramos. Cause I, I never got him his shit. I'm a man of my word, you know. And the only homie missing something right now is Jimmy Rodriguez. I'm gonna get your, your stuff out to you. I'm gonna hit you up, see what sizes you use. But uh, uh the other vato, I'm gonna give his feria back. It's it's only right, you know. You know, I'm, I'm in, like I said, I'm in, I'm in this for the money And I'm a man of my word, you know Even though what I like to do is I like to have people At least join for about two months That way at least we break even with what I sent them You know what I mean? But like I said, it's not really about the gear It's just, it's just like, here dude, here's something at least to show for, for, you know, gratitude and shit But anyway, I'm gonna talk shit Because hey, at least they, they, whoever it was Provided, provided for, for that month And it's all good, you know Sometimes you can or sometimes you're like Fuck it, I'm done with this, with this shit or what Who knows? We don't know but anyways, I'm going to contact home. Hey, here's your fat back. You know, I didn't send you nothing. And it's all good. So moving on with that. Um, those are the Patreons. Like I said, this fucking, um, this whole fucking show is um, bought to you by them. You know, and uh, they're the ones that are that are keeping it going and shit. Like I said, you know, gas money fucking with buying mics and shit and memory cards and fucking taking trips to different cities to interview people. For hotel rooms, for food, all that shit fucking adds up. And you know, it's a small price to pay. Like this, like I said, there's five dollar ones, ten dollar ones, and twenty-five dollar ones. You could even sign up for the fucking yearly one. But um, I always mention it because, like I said, it really helps. So uh, thank you to the Patreons. And then right now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do something a little different. Um, I'm gonna give some shout outs to uh, in, in no particular order. Um, no particular importance, but just um, the people who actually interact with me. Um, if I don't mention you, don't take it personal. Maybe you don't have an Instagram. This is just the people that I mainly I fucking interact on Instagram and shit. You know what I mean? Um, so that's what it's gonna be. People that that are you know. But like I said, you can um, you can always uh, email me the email that I have. Is coffinjoe at gmail.com coffin spent with a spelled with a K K O F F I N J O E at gmail.com and you can contact me that way if you want any shout outs if you fucking got any suggestions anything questions if you need help starting a podcast like I said I don't mind helping anybody out you know what I mean I'll help you 
from producing to what gear you you fucking need. I'll send you all the fucking depending what budget you want to start at. Like I started, I started a lot. I started a lot cheaper, and then I, you know, as I as I kept doing it, I, I invested more money into it. And you know, with the Patreon, I, I was able to buy better shit, better mics, better recording equipment. Before I was using it on my computer, and I was using USB mics. And then I was using, at first it was my phone, then it was a computer, it sounded better, better sound quality. But then what ends up happening is like the fucking computer, like I said, I, have, I had a bunch of music in my computer. And so what was happening is uh, the fucking music was slowing the fucking computer down and shit. And all of a sudden, like I'll be recording and a couple of words would be missing from the recording. I'm like, you know what, fuck this. I need something that's dedicated to recording podcasts. And that's why I got the device that I use and it, my shit's mobile. I can go anywhere and set up. I can set up in a park. It runs off a little battery pack. I can set up anywhere in the fucking mountains anywhere and fucking record so that's why i love the setup you know and it sounds professional you know as you can hear and right now i'm actually the music i'm listening to is is my soundcloud i just let that shit play in the background and uh via bluetooth i just had to buy a bluetooth adapter for 50 bucks and that's it you don't you don't even need the bluetooth adapter you can just run a fucking line straight to the fucking device but anyway this is just in order of people that i interact with so if i miss you i'm sorry if you want to shout out Hit me up on Instagram or email me. So, here we go. We got Vocho Bolton. I'm going to have... This is PunkBug66. I'm going to have him on the podcast soon. Hopefully this week. Um, very uh, like-minded. Also a Morrissey fan. Psycho Billy. We're going to be going to the fucking... Uh, the fucking Cruel World Fest. Hopefully we can meet up and fucking... You know, watch the concert like an actual fucking festival. You're lucky because you got the fucking... A VIP, so you're gonna be in the pit no matter what. But I'm gonna be in the back, so I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna try to enjoy it this time. But anyway, up next we got we got Groove from the Groove Shack Radio, El Robertine, Edgar Alviso, we got uh, Alonso C, Mr. Nubby Nub, uh, we got Lopez Avila, Freddy Cruz, BJ Blunt, uh, we got La Rosita, Chris Glasses. XG, fucking Mega Man, Jesse Valdivia, Mario Mauricio, and Black Aliens. Thanks for the fucking following, man. This guy's got a big ass following, but he just fucking follow me because you know we're like minded and shit. You know, wanna, we want to fucking let the world know what the fuck's going on. You know, so thank you for that. And we got we got my homie Tony. Why not? We got uh, what else we got here? We got Lola Tacos. We got the official Diaper Boy. Brianna Chickenlandia, Boris, Isak Music, badass fucking joint, by the way. I really like the message behind it, man. I was Nubby, Tony Figueroa, Dirty Heels Podcast, Raza Stamp Podcast, Art Dominguez, uh, let's see, Alonso Dovato, Rene Leal, Veronica Castillo, Intensive, uh, Neco Padilla Martinez, Emo Brown and Shams, uh, 88th Street Lucha, the comic, Freedom Curse. Freedom, check out Freedom Curse. They play some badass fucking dark wave. Really, really cool dude. Um, I usually ask him for tips and shit like that, and he was pretty cool asking, you know, because he produces music and shit too from his, from his home and shit. So check him out, man. Freedom Curse, they're always playing shows here in LA. Also, we got Nate Santos. We got El Big John. Carnalismo Clothing. We got Young Beeves in the building, El Huero Barbas 223, 
Jeff Lozano, really, really cool dude. He works for Balance Point. Um, they were doing a live with, uh, with El Shams, and this homeboy actually knew who the fuck I was, and he likes my views. He's like, hey, man, I live by Carolyn City through this guy. And that's not the first time I heard it before. And thank you very much, man. Much respect, dog, for representing us and shit, being the only Mexican, main Mexican in, in, in that fucking big ass fucking company, dog. Props. Princess P, Los Boulevards. Shout out to Side Dick Getty for the follow. We got uh, Dark Wave Sharks. We got Nazarook, Mel Tears, my son Noah, Juan Casares, fucking uh, El Spooks, Alberto Salas. What's up, my boys? He says that shit too. <laughs> we got Juan Franco. Uh, we got uh, Lee Lee B, El Froy. We got uh, Just the Best in the West. Fucking Ask the Fellas. Fucking, uh, we got uh, El Cinco, Junior Garcia. Fucking Octavio. Fucking also uh, Sergio Hernandez. Splurgeo. Also Luis Raigosa, Long Beach Carlos, Jorge Montes, uh, Goofs. Fucking Brown 96, um, Central Sound Productions, fucking uh, Jose C. Garcia Jr. What else we got here? Also, shout out to the homie Marvelous putting it down and educating the Raza. Shout out to you, homeboy. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got these vibes. We got uh, F1 First Gen. Also, uh, Florecita Daisy, go ahead and check out her. She sells a lot of fucking Morrissey-inspired merch. And that's pretty much it. And also, you know what? In, don't, don't forget to check out Inside the Northside podcast. Uh, let me go a little bit further here. We got uh, Mad Max 777. Danny Mireles. Jeanette Gibson. Uh, we got uh, Metro Ganga. It's a lot, man. Cali Girl Eats Manriquez 1985 uh, Let's see what else we got here We got books by CG Some fool that says Instagram user Which means it was probably a fake account They fucking got rid of that shit uh, But that's pretty much it You know, I, I mean, uh, if I missed you Like I said, hit me up And uh, I can give you a shout out Or, you know, any suggestions So that's pretty much it with that something a little different like as far as like podcast recommendations um i don't i don't just listen to fucking uh, chicano fucking podcasts i listen to a bunch of different fucking podcasts and um one of the, i'm gonna give you guys a, a list of a couple fucking some good ass ones that i fucking listen to um this one is called ear hustle and what ear hustle is about ear hustle is about fucking uh they it's a um, it's a bunch of like they go into the jails and it has uh, its inmates and um before they were able to go in, into the jails and uh, actually interview inmates 
Um, but ever since the, the COVID, all that shit stopped and it slowed down. You know, they they weren't able to fucking to do that. And you know, normally I don't really talk about these like bigger um, podcasts because they got enough fucking enough fucking people to fucking you know they're, they're big and shit you know but still like i'm not a fucking hater you know like i said even if it's whenever it's something good i like my, my people to find out about it so i fucking share it so what i'm gonna do right now is i'm gonna play you guys the fucking uh, the trailer for that shit and this is called ear hustle the following podcast contains language that may not be appropriate for all listeners i did not realize that I could be potentially facing life in prison. Now I'm going to drag you through four corners of this cell. It's like that. It's like, I don't want to be in prison, but I want to know what it's like to be in prison. You really think people want to know what it's like in prison? Hell yeah, yeah, of course. You got all these TV shows, new programs, like uh, Prison Break. Orange is the new black, locked up. You won't let me You know all the shows. But they all bullshit, though. Why? Why are they bullshit? Is it ain't none of them serving time? They ain't never did no real time. They're acting. Yeah, and in prison ain't really like that. No, I man, we just living life. Like everybody else. I'm Erlon Woods. Erlon is serving a 31-year-to-life sentence for attempted second-degree robbery, and he's the co-host and co-producer of Ear Hustle. And that is Nigel Poor. She's a visual artist who works with incarcerated men here at San Quentin, and she's the co-producer and co-host of Ear Hustle. See, she brings a softer touch to the show. Thanks, Antoine. Welcome. That's Antoine Williams. He's serving a 15-year sentence for armed robbery with a gun enhancement. And he's the sound designer for Ear Hustle. I believed I was going to die in prison. She was happy to be with me. We all work together inside of the media lab in San Quentin Prison, where we produce Ear Hustle. And it's all done inside the prison. I mean, the interviewing, editing, sound design by your boy. And that's really cool, but it also is super challenging because we have limited hours we can work, we've got no internet access, and we can't even freaking talk to each other on the phone. What? <laughs> and on top of all that, prison is never a quiet place. Hold up. Sorry. Okay. And that's great to phone show me. Hey, E, tell everyone what your hustling means. It means being nosy and eavesdropping. And learning more about what actually happens inside of prison. You'll be hearing directly from the guys that's doing the time. See, we're going to be telling stories, all kind of stories that range from starting a family. Uh, having pets. Misguided loyalty. Fashion. Ooh, cooking. Isolation. Sibling rivalry. Mommy-daddy time. And we got a lot of ground to cover over our first season. We decided to kick off this season with a story that everybody can relate to. Finding somebody to live with. In prison terms, that means finding a cellmate. Can we hear just a little bit of it? Nope. Yep. Nope. Wait, yeah. Okay, wait. Just a little bit? Hold All on. Right. Hold on, hold on. Only because you said please. And when we sell these, I didn't smoke. He was smoking cigarettes and he just lit up right there on the bunk. And he was like, man, you're trying to kill me. You're killing me with this. You're going to kill me with cancer. Man, shut the fuck up with that. So that was your hustle. Now, another one that I really fucking enjoy listening to um, is another like pretty big one. It's called Ra Radio Rental. And this fucking trailer is going to be short. It's only a minute, but check it out. This is a really, this is one of my, these are the ones I'm, I'm going to tell you guys about or some of my like, like favorite, like, like bigger ones, mainstream ones to show. Check it out. Radio 
Radio Rental is a collection of true real-life horror stories, all told by those who live them. These aren't ghost stories. They're scarier. Creepy interactions with everyday strangers. I got a text randomly. I don't know how they got my number. I don't know what was going on. Face-to-face encounters with actual serial killers. So I whip open the blinds angrily, and I see a man. And then he whispers to me, Can I talk to you? Mind-bending experiences that defy all logic and reason. Am I going crazy? Am I losing my mind? Did I just make up some experience in my head? I was completely out of it. And brushes with death that have changed their lives forever. When I heard the urgency in the flight attendant's voice, I remember having this moment of extreme panic. Everything actually seemed to occur in slow motion. It just felt like chaos. Radio Rental is the ultimate collection of true bizarre stories. The weird and unexplained. Close calls with predators. And just the flat out impossible. These are all real stories, true stories. And we've traveled all across the country to interview those who've experienced them in person. Welcome to Radio Rental. So that was Radio Rental, another one that I really, really fucking enjoy. So Doc Air. Is, um, another one that I really, really enjoy is uh, fucking uh, Inside a Sinister Mind. And this is uh, from uh, Conejo, the rapper. Um, and it talks about, uh, I guess he, he had a fucking murder. Murder. He, um, he caught a case for murder and shit. So he was on the run in, in, in uh, Baja, California. And he talks about it, and it's really cool because it's fucking, it's produced by uh, one of his producers and shit. So pretty much, uh, Conejo records, like, you know, the story, and then he sends it to the homie. The homie puts music behind it, sound effects, really, really fucking, really, 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 really good job producing, really, really good job production. I'm going to play you guys a little bit of the, of the first episode just so you can get an idea of how fucking good this is. street gang and know this name that I go by. Me, I'm from the city of Angels, the West Adams district. I first started recording songs in 1990. If you were around in those days, then you know how murderous it was. Jose Martin, known as Conejo or Rabbit, is a member of the Dead End Harpies gang. Conejo is described as a West LA gangster doesn't ask for respect, he takes it. Conejo is all it's been a journey of ups and downs, but it's like that for everyone. Some of us make it, and some of us don't. Now going on the run is something that ain't easy. At times, you gotta cover up and conceal yourself. And others, you just gotta hide in plain sight. family, they came here in the late 60s from the state of Jalisco in Mexico. In a way, you could say I was the black sheep of my family. Moms loved me though, so nothing ever stopped me. Real talk, she been my moral compass from the get-go. My mom has about, I think there's 16 brothers and sisters right now. Like alive. There was more at one point. My grandma had a gang of kids, so like we was a close-knit family. So all my all my 
my family, we would drive to, to Jalisco every year, to Mexico. And we stay out there for like a month, three weeks, you know, six weeks, whatever it may be. Like, like around the Christmas time. So that's another one that I really fucking enjoy. You guys can tell by the production. It's fucking really, 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 really done. Really, really good. Um, they're actually maybe like 15 minutes each. Sometimes 10 or 15 minutes each uh, episode. In the beginning, um, that's what I was thinking of doing, Is this, which is what I should have done like with my stories and shit, but fuck it, you know. Um, is I would have done fucking 15 minutes um, and then just heavily fucking produce like that. Every single thing, every single word that I'm saying, you would hear fucking noises and ambiance and shit, you know. But that was already fucking, I had already recorded the ones about my, my life and shit, you know. Um, but uh, that's what I was like, fuck, you know what? I should have just done half hours, half hours, half hours and shit instead of an hour and shit. Because when they're that produced, like this guy heavily produced like that, it's like, fuck it. People can't wait to hear the fucking next one. Even if you just give them 50 minutes, 30 minutes of it, they can't fucking wait to hear what the fuck you're going to come up. You know, it's like a cliffhanger. It's like a fucking like an actual movie. It's, it's like a fucking movie, you know. And that's all. I, that's why I wish I would have done it in the beginning. But fuck it, you know, it, it's my first time doing doing something like this. But I think if uh, if I was to. um produce for somebody and they have stories like that like i'm gonna i'm gonna do it in, in that fashion where it's i'm gonna give you like 15 minutes or half an hour only and these fucking episodes can only come they're like 15 minutes and they come out every like fucking two weeks sometimes three weeks there it's not like it's weekly but um they, they have a lot of listeners you know he's a rapper so they're they're, they're pretty known it's, it's not like mainstream mainstream but like oh, certain people know about it and i listen to it a lot i also listen to uh george perez stories I've been listening to that. I barely got into that. Usually, I heard about it before, but I said, you know what? Let me let me fucking check it out. And uh, there's some fool named Three Plates. is fucking funny. They got XG and Side Dick Eddie and fucking George Perez and shit. It's funny and shit. Um, in here you might be hearing a lot of fucking noise in the background because um, I'm in my daughter's room today. She has AC and shit. So with the AC, it's like having the fucking window open and shit. So you can hear all the fucking cars passing by. But it's like it's not bad. A little bit of a buzzy noise and shit. I think it's because of fucking the light and shit or whatever i got one of those fucking salt rocks in here uh usually when i go fucking record out in the park i take a salt rock um and when it gets dark it looks cool because like i'm sitting across from whoever and we're talking and the only fucking lighting is the salt rock and the salt rock changes colors and shit like fucking green blue fucking orange red pink obviously it just goes through all these fucking different colors and it looks cool because it's not too bright but it, it's it's enough lighting and shit so where you can you know it's like like a it's a cool ambiance so she's just just kicking it you know so fucking it's pre pretty it's pretty cool like today this episode like i, I didn't have like i said again i didn't have you know what fuck it, let me talk about what the fuck uh I, I went through uh, and saw in that floor and that shit was fucking, it was fucking hard. Um, the good thing is if I do it again, I'm going to know how to do that shit. Like, like nothing is going to be fucking easy and shit for the, for the next time and shit. You know, for when I have my own fucking spot, it'll be fucking easy. But right now what this, like what I've been telling people is, uh, you know, everyone has that fucking, the American, the way the American life, American dream is what you want to do is, uh, you know, buy yourself a fucking house and all that shit, you know what I mean? But right now, the way things are, it's not fucking worth buying a house. If you have one already, fuck it, you have it already, but it's not a good, it's not good, a wise decision to jump into like a big, big investment or something big that you're going to fucking have to spend money on because um, with this whole vaccine thing, with these shutdowns and, you know, it's going to be fucking crazy. And now what they're, now what they want to do is they want to fucking, uh, 
implement the uh, vaccine passport here in California. They did it in New York. It's going to work here because, you know, everyone here is liberal and shit and fucking all sheep-like and shit. So it's going to work here. Um, so le- let's see what happens, you know, like, fuck. Um, I go with my wife. She's going to end up moving to uh, another location where she works, which is cool. It's, it's closer to home and shit. But let's see what happens with that shit, you know. Had some drama. I was like, you know what? Fuck them. Just fucking quit and go over here and shit. So that's what's going to happen. But, you know, either way, I'm like, fuck it. You know, like, if uh, you got to quit and I got I to gotta handle everything, fuck it. I can do it. You know, I've done it before where I'm the fucking single breadwinner. And shit. When your wife's at home, she's, you know, actually cooking and shit like that. You know, so you save a lot of fucking money. Like, I don't know how the fuck I was doing it, but I was doing it off of fucking... $2,400 take home and I'm fucking paying for rent my car fucking insurance for both three cars fucking I don't know how the fuck I was doing it when I was working for a fucking dealership and then she started working and that helped a lot and uh, she was pretty much making the same shit too and then I started working for the pest control fucking get paid twice as much as that shit and sometimes even more I just did a fucking job um, fucking on Friday, uh, this last Friday shit, which was what the sixth, we went out to it, and uh, I'm surprised that fucking that place is still called. The liberals haven't tried to change the fucking name that it's fucking derogatory or some shit, you know? Who knows, man? It, it's habitual. It's bound to happen. But anyway, we did a holiday. It was a big, big holiday. I can't disclose the, the amount of money, but it was fucking big. And uh, the homie Martin, he's like, hey, fool, there's going to be a job over here. And he, he, I don't even think he fucking told me it was his job and shit. And we're, we're going to need, there's going to have to go on a lift. And they're going to be, be de-webbing and knocking down webs and shit like that. So he's like, yeah, you know, one of the bosses and the, the boss he's talking about, it, he's a real cool fucking boss. He was my boss ever since I started working. Uh, he was my boss for about, uh, I would say about three years. And the final two, I've had two different bosses, but he was cool as fuck. Like they say, you don't know what you got till it's gone. You know what I mean? And he, he was a cool fucking boss. Only one time you clash heads. With, but with me, I'm not needy and shit. But when I do need something, I'm like real passionate about my shit, you know? So only one time we had, we had like a fucking, you know, drama with me and him was because um, I was trying to borrow some fucking machine to like fog roaches and shit. And fucking Martin was being a bitch, like fucking me, like, oh, fool, I can't meet you up there. So I called the boss, I'm like, hey, man, this fool doesn't want to fucking give it to me. Like, what's up? Like, what, what do I do? And I need this fucking machine. He's like, and the boss is like, you know what? I can't babysit you with that shit. I'm like, well, does it belong to him? If it belongs to him, then fuck it, it's his. But if it's the company's and I, he's not giving it to me, then you got to get it because I need that shit, you know? So I was pissed off, you know, and um, I was so pissed off. But I was like, you know, what? fuck that. There's a there's a some locations that, that that we do. They're like big ass towers, and people live there. And uh, that's usually where everyone goes to train. And I, I used to train there when I first started. And there's a uh, when you work there, it's like a maybe like a couple of blocks squared, and that's the only area you work. You just show up to the office. They say, oh, this these fucking units need need servicing, whatever, and that's all you do. And you get paid hourly, and you get paid all right. Not as much as what I make, because what I make is is uh, salary plus commission and shit. The more work you do, the more money you make. But uh, um, the fucking um, 
And so I was like, you know what? I called my boss. I said, hey, man, I heard somebody, somebody's quitting those apartments. I, I want to move in there, and, and I want to start fucking doing that shit. He's like, oh, no, why, Jose? At that time, I was fucking, uh, I was working in Beverly Hills, and I was, for three months straight, I was I was selling $5,000 worth of services and shit, roach services and shit like that, bad bug services and shit. In Beverly Hills, I was making bank, right, for the company, too. And all of a sudden, for me to just be like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. Send me to the hourly. I heard there's a position there. I'll be the manager there or whatever, you know? He's like, nah, Jose, like, why do you, I don't understand. Like, you're making all kinds of money here. You're selling. Like, why do you want to, why do you want to fucking move? And I, I didn't say shit. I didn't write out the boss. I was like, nah, you know, I just would feel more comfortable like that, you know, because it's hourly and shit, you know, and it'd be better, you know, I don't got to be driving around nowhere. He's like, are you sure? There's something wrong. So then I left it at that. And I guess he must have told the boss something and shit, you know? Um, but I, I didn't mean to get him in trouble, but you know, that boss has been always cool as fuck, cool as fuck. And so I texted my boss, well, he's not my boss anymore, but he, he he's, he's a boss. I, I, I texted him, Hey man, I'm fucking, I'm lift certified. Cause they took, um, they took maybe like four or five of us to go get a uh, certified for those fucking big ass lifts that you see people on and shit that they have those big ass wheels and like telescoping fucking, um, um, you know, lifts like to lift you up. It has a big ass cage and lifts you up and stuff like that. So, um, I went to the branch and he saw me. He's like, "Hey, man, I got your text. Yeah, man, I'll need you." Oh, fuck yeah! So the way it works is like me and the homie Martin were uh, were fucking uh, on commission, and they sent they send other fools and the fools that they send they're just like fools that are hourly. So those those fools don't don't get a piece of the of the feria. Um, but anyway, we were doing it and um, we showed up and shit, and I, I started. On the, I hopped on the lift and I was using it and shit and uh, that shit uh, it was probably about it's a, it was it was high it seemed like it was two stories but it was more like fucking two and a half to three stories there's some high ass ceilings and shit so I hopped on that shit and then Martin's like hey fool is that shit gonna handle you I'm like yeah dick it handles fucking 500 pounds fool I weigh 300 and shit there could be two fools on here and nothing will happen and shit He's like, oh alright fool so I'm on that fucking lift and we're up there and we had to wear fucking mascaras and shit. So we were in the mascara and fucking, uh, but I was taking it off and shit because I was like too fucking dusty and shit, you know? But it, it helped for the dust. So I'm knocking down the webs and shit and they knocked down whatever they could reach in, in the bottom. And I was way up there on top. And uh, the cool thing is I'm not afraid of heights, none of that shit, you know? I was just being real careful because I weigh a lot. And whenever you move the, the machine up, when it moves up it kind of shakes so you have to wait till that shit kind of settles and shit you know so you have to put on a fucking um a harness and shit you put on a harness that looks like a like like a like those fucking racing seat belts that go around your 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 thighs and your your groin area and your fucking chest and then you clamp on um from your back it clamps onto somewhere on the on the actual cage that you're on that way if you fall off you're you're fucking hanging and shit you know and people can fucking come tear you down and shit but yeah i was up there and then my boss said hey see miedo i couldn't hear what the fuck he was saying because he's wearing the mask and he's like hey see miedo lexito and i'm like no nah, i'm not scared i'm just being careful dog you know but i'm, I'm not i would not once was i scared but that i'm thinking like fuck there's a lot of people that wouldn't come up here because it's fucking it is was well, not scary for me but it must be scary for people you know because you're way the fuck up there like you're high as fuck and you have like a fucking long ass, like a like a long broomstick that kind of telescopes. It's like a, it can get as long as like three broomsticks, and at the, at the end, as a round like thing that um, it looks like a bunch of it looks like a, like a round brush with a bunch of fucking um, like like a like a, with a bunch of um, teeth on it and shit or bristles. It's a bunch of bristles and shit, and then all you do is you you you, you twist the uh, the fucking pole. 
in your fingers and your wrists so it kind of wraps around the fucking uh the spider webs so we were there for about four hours and then for lunch we're like hey fool uh hey ramos you know any places around here to eat you know this area right i'm like uh, i'm okay with the area i don't really know too many fucking places but fuck it you know i went to chris's burgers and that place is fucking good and like i've been wanting to go there for a long time and uh i just went there like two weeks ago so i, I tried it out myself like, like three weeks ago and i tried it out myself and it was fucking bomb really really good they they, they butter up the fucking buns so chris's burger i believe it's in um i would i want to say baldwin park city of industry border kind of like it's off of amar off of Bassett High School, if anybody knows that area. But if you're ever in that area, um, check it out. Chris's Burgers. And then we're getting me like a double cheeseburger. So like the fries are seasoned and shit. Um, the burger, I think it's frozen, but it's still good. It, it, it doesn't taste nasty and shit. And they butter up the bun, but it's really, really good. So we're there kicking it, talking and shit. And then we went back to where it took us about four and a half hours, five hours to do that job. But uh, it was fucking, it was cool, you know, and fucking, uh, Oh, luckily I have that fucking certification and it fucking helped out so yeah lately lately the uh, work's been really really fucking busy really really fucking busy sometimes you get customers that uh you set up like rat traps and shit and uh they're cool because like they'll fucking you, the 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 rat gets caught and they just throw that shit away and they don't fucking but sometimes they'll call you and even though, even though the, there's vatos working there they fucking end, end up calling you like hey uh, can you come over here and pick up the fucking pick up the rat I'm alive just like that fucking that fucking animal's alive that and the animal's just trying to fucking survive and shit, you know? But it's my job to control them and shit. But anyway, what I do is I just fucking put a piece of cardboard over over the fucking the traps and I just stomp that shit. Boom, and they die instantly. Some people say, oh that's fucked up, it's cruel, it's not cruel. What's cruel is throwing that shit in the trash and it starves to death. This is instant death. I wouldn't mind fucking being crushed to death and in, in, in over in fucking half of a second. You know what I mean? So that's what I do. But that I've been dealing with that work is just like a fucking a lot of fucking ants, ant season and shit. Um, but anyway, there's a lot, there's a lot of shit that that you can use uh, for ants that all that help you. That's not a fucking um, a chemical. But like for us, like you know, people ask me, hey, let me buy some of that shit off you. Like, nah, I, I can't buy. You can't fucking buy it off me. It's fucking dangerous shit. You have to have a fucking license, you know. So. Uh, there's a lot of natural shit you can buy out there though for, for ants, for fleas and shit like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be fucking uh, a chemical and shit, you know, like like what I use. But but uh, like I tell everybody, like, hey, anything you buy um, at Home Depot, shit like that, Walmart, it's not going to work because anybody can buy it, you know. Anyone can buy it so it's not professional. Even the glue traps, the ones that we have are fucking really, really strong. And um, so people, so hey, um. Uh, where can I buy them now? You, you can't buy it, dude. And anything you buy is not gonna work. Oh, what well, can you come to my house and do it? Like, nah, you know, I don't do that. I'm sorry, you know. And I really I don't, man. I don't. I, I feel it's it's stupid to do that um, because you're stealing from the company. Also, like, like, bottom line, it's like it's it's not right, you know. It's like, fuck no, like, especially like, you know, I'm I'm making good money. I'm comfortable. I don't need to be doing that shit. You know what I mean? And if I did, I'd be doing something else. I'd be trying to slang some other shit. Not, not, that's like straight out stealing from the company. You know what I mean? Uh, but eventually what people do is they end up fucking opening their own fucking pest control companies and shit. And they end up fucking uh, make, cause you can make mad money. Like if you have a, like a $20,000 route, $25,000 route, that's all that fucking money goes to you. For me, most of it, I mean, goes to the company. 
we get a certain percentage and like as far as my company um it's the one that pays you the most as far as like pest control it pays the most because there's you know some of the foods want to go to other other uh, you know companies and shit or even in the beginning man i was like someone's like hey dog they're making you do all this work and you don't even you're not even getting paid for it you know because i was hourly and that's fair that's the way it is you know so i was like you know what i'm doing all this fucking work and i'm doing a good job with it i need a route you know so i was looking everywhere and then uh, there's some homie that he knows a manager at orkin and shit and he's all like hey um hey man uh fucking uh I can get you in, blah blah. blah. Like, I'm like, well, how much did you pay? He's like, oh, I pay fucking twelve fifty, and this. I'm like, nah, that's, that's that's low, man. You know, like, yeah, but the commission's good. It's like, nah, I'm cool, man. So like, yeah, our our company is like pays a lot, a lot better. It, it pays the best out of all of them. So I'm like, nah, I'm cool. You know, <laughs> I don't want to fucking uh, switch over. So I ended up staying with the company, shit. But um, it's crazy. You see a lot of crazy fucking shit, especially right now in the in the fucking summertime. You get a lot of customers that think uh, they uh, they're they're embarrassed and shit. But I said, Nah, man, I seen worse. It's not a big deal, you know. Like, fuck, because man, some some people think that just because like you're in fucking Beverly Hills that you're not gonna have roaches and shit. There's roaches in Beverly Hills. There's bed bugs. They're everywhere, man. And they think that just because the place is dirty that they're gonna have roaches. But nah, I see places that are dirty as fuck and there ain't no roaches. And I see places that are clean as fuck and they got roaches. It's not a matter of fucking. Does it make it worse? Yes, it does make it worse because there's food and there's shit that they could eat out, eat from. But um, you know, your place could be clean as fuck, and you can still get them because your neighbor has them, or maybe because you got a delivery from fucking FedEx or or anywhere. And um, they fucking some of those places have roaches and shit, and they go into the boxes, and when you get the box, they come in the box and they get released into your fucking house. Law. A lot of that shit happens too. A lot of that kind of shit happens. But anyway, thanks for listening. Um, I just want to do something real quick. Um, I'm going to be recording during this week. I think i got about two guests that I'm going to be recording with. So I'll be getting them on soon. But uh, thanks for listening. Um, and uh, if you guys can rate, review, any questions, hit me up. Like I said, on the Instagram or my email. But uh, if you can go to fucking uh, Apple Podcasts and... Uh, if you, if you don't want to leave a review Just fucking leave stars and shit That really helps the podcast So more people can find it easily And it spreads And we get more listeners And you know more people Can fucking listen to the podcast But anyway Thank you very much for listening Peace